0: Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night?
1: Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute.
0: Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters.
1: We're ready
0: to leave you. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. So this is RPG From Scratch. Uh, It's a podcast about a bunch of nerds who love tabletop role-playing games and decide to make their own. We're also going to create a campaign, and you get to listen to us play it. So I'm your host, Josh LaForge, and with me today is Max Wessel. Hello. Doug Banks. Hello.
1: What? You can't do that. And Liam Malone. Howdy doody. Okay. It's like a chorus we build up. Then they won't recognize my voice. Well, not if we plan it out and learn harmony. They'll be surprised every time Liam speaks and it's not with three other, like two other people talking. Ooh, what can we do? Good, that makes me happy. Good, let's, that let's, makes me happy.
0: Let's do this. Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Hi. So, I want to go around the table real quick and we're going to talk about who we are and what kind of games we played, what kind of games we run, and some games that we've created before this. Let's start with Max. What tabletop role-playing games have you played?
1: I have played D&D. I have played Star Wars. Which Star Wars? Both versions. Okay. There's three now. There's three now. There's three now. It's too, yeah, many, now. It's too many versions. I've only played two Star Wars. One of them that uh, I killed all the other players.
0: Like as a player or as, as a, a DM? Player. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, as a real-life person. <laughs> yeah. I was role-playing, and they did not appreciate my role-play. So that was Star Wars Saga, Star Wars I called it D6, but I guess it's just Star Wars RPG. I think, I think it is the D6. Yeah. If you call it D6, they'll know. It was West End Games. And then I run a Harry Potter game that I wrote. Yeah, and you and you made that system. I made the system, and it works because nobody knows how to play. So they don't know... <laughs> they don't know you're making it up I'm on the fly. And they also don't heavy. know how to pick better fantasy novels, so, you know, it'll work and balance this it out.
0: Burn. Burn. <laughs> so, Doug, tell us a little bit about the games you played.
1: Well, um... Oh sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, no, get it at the same time. Okay. Well, the first one I ever played was uh D&D 4th Edition. That's the only version of D&D that I have played and it's cool and uh, I like it. Um I've also played uh Call of Cthulhu, the Warhammer D20 RPG. Which Dark Heresy? No, this was no this wasn't 40K. This was like regular Warhammer.
0: Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, it was a
1: fantasy Warhammer. Um that was that was cool, but it was it was the first time I used like a D100. D100. Mhm so i have like weird one-off experiences like a huge die yeah yeah uh other ones that focus more on the storytelling aspect like fiasco and um, a few others but um i also run the ghostbusters rpg for nerdy show which is a d6 west end games one yay hooray i forgot about dread how was it It was good very good i based my game on an episode of sabrina the teenage witch i watched (laughs) a
2: long time ago (laughs)
1: And nobody realized until like halfway through. <laughs> so. Until the cat started talking. Oh my God. <laughs> if you
0: guys haven't heard the Ghostbusters Resurrection uh, show, it's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this. In addition to the other podcasts we run called Bad Storytellers. like We all like to DM and Doug is great at it. So you should listen.
1: Thank you. And that's, uh, that's a high compliment. Considering, uh, fun fact, if you go listen to the very first episode of Ghostbusters Resurrection, that's the very first time I ever DM'd anything in my life. So you, if you listen to it, I get progressively quieter because I keep inching away from the table as the night went on. <laughs> and it was also the first time I edited a podcast. So there, enjoy that as well. <laughs> Is it based off the old crappy Ghostbusters or the new good one? Mostly. The old crappy one. Oh, okay. Completely flipped my brain. I don't know how to respond to that. You know, like the new funny one, not the old, like. Not funny one? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, oh, by new one, you mean the one that came out in 1984, not the original 1970s Ghostbusters cartoon uh, and also live action reenactment. So, yes, I would agree. That newer funny one.
0: Liam, what kind of tabletop RPGs have you played?
1: Uh, I started with 3.5 d d played some Pathfinder, moved to fourth edition, enjoyed it a whole bunch, ran my first couple of games of that. I've done Deadwood, Call of Cthulhu. I like Delta Green more than regular Call of Cthulhu too. What is that? Call of Cthulhu only set in modern days and you're the men in black and you're trying to like Keep everyone from realizing stuff's crazy. Oh, that's really cool. It's really fun. Men in Black. You're more like M16 carrying Men in Black. The idea that half your party dies every playing session isn't weird. They're like, oh no, no, everyone is replaceable. You're the G.I. Joes of yeah. like. So like R.I.P.D.? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and uh, I've homebrewed a couple of things um, like Armistice and The Void. Armistice is a modern esque fantasy setting. The Pulps. It, that's where it draws the most from, like noir great. and. and- I'd like to know more like that. about and that. And then The Void is... <laughs> He's developed
0: it with Max, yeah. if you haven't caught on.
1: And then The Void is based on the same kind of, like, math system, but it's all 60s and 70s sci-fi. Okay. Have you ever run an amazing Star Wars game? Uh, no, never. Oh, I I enjoyed it. <laughs> Have you ever run a bad Star Wars game? Yes, yeah, several. There's always a fucking Wookie. I'm such a huge Star Wars fan, I've never played or run one, and I'm dying to run the new Edge of the Empire. Even though it's not mm. new anymore, but it's new to me. Doug? Mm-hmm. If you ever run a Star Wars game, just uh, just if I you can think of me. I want to play one, though. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, great. guys. We can make one. A Star Wars game? Well, we can make do you the want me system to run and then set it in Star Wars. I'll run it. Okay. All right. Well, how, how do you improve upon the one that you were just glowing about? Exactly everything we're talking about. Yeah. What?
0: As for me, I've played a lot of tabletop RPGs and a lot of tabletop games. And uh, I've played Dungeons and Dragons 3.5, Pathfinder, Starfinder now, and uh, D&D 4th Edition. Played Call of Cthulhu on the Nerdy Show Network, which we'll probably be releasing sometime later this year. I play Ghostbusters with Doug. Uh, he's a great DM. He's very good. Uh, Liam Song has edition. Yeah, Star Wars Saga Edition. Liam has DM for me for that. As far as DMing, I've only DMed uh, D&D 4th Edition and this game that we are creating. But you're my favorite DM. Oh, thanks, man. You can slide into my DMs anytime you want. (laughs) So what we want to do with this podcast is we started creating a game uh, a while ago, and we kind of fell off of it due to life duties, but we're in a position now where we can start doing it again. What we want to do is make tabletop RPGs and not just one. We want to we want to build a bunch of them. Our biggest gripes come from the systems that we're most familiar with, which would be Dungeons and & Dragons and Pathfinder and Star Wars Saga Edition and, and the D20 systems, even D20 Modern. So we Especially D20 Modern. So, we want to build a system to satisfy our woes with those first. And then we're going to move on to more abstract and maybe resource management ones and ones that don't use uh, dice, maybe ones that only use one die. But first, we want to deal with our d20 woes. So, we're going to create a system where it pulls the best of what we like from other systems, and then we play test it and then change those rules on the fly into our own kind of homebrew thing. So, our biggest complaint about Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder and its derivatives is that the things that are meant to encourage role playing they make things feel for us a little too rigid. But what we like is the tactical combat of fourth edition, where there's a simple set of rules, and then each ability is just a unique. Experience. Exception to the basic rules we also don't like how class systems work traditionally in dungeons and dragons and pathfinder and that kind of thing it's too hard to multiclass. i think the best version of this we saw was in star wars saga edition where it wasn't that big of a penalty but there was still a penalty
1: it's it's also the same in d20 modern which is the thing they stole it from
0: well we're not going to steal it but we're going to do something different and uh, we, we're going to call them paths and you have a core path it is an exception to the game rules specific to that path. And then there are steps down that path you take that act like leveling up in a class, but you can go to anyone you want after you pick your core. and you. But you have to take the previous step until you take the next step. And the way that you can take a step down an extra path or upgrade your attributes or learn new skills or professions or things like that is you're going to spend a resource called Momentum. And Momentum is the core mechanic of this game that makes it different from every other system we played, with the exception of maybe Ghostbusters.
1: It's close, but it's still different
0: right it's it's close to the brownie point system of ghostbusters so as a quick rundown before we do any playtesting or world building or anything like that the way this game works is that for anything you want to do you pick up a die 20 and you have something that adds to that roll so you roll a d20 if it lands on a 15 your character has things that add to that score so if something has a difficulty of 20 your skills or attributes or something needs to add up to five or higher for you to succeed on that check you earn momentum as you play the game And momentum is, it started off as an abstract to represent how important your character was to the story of your campaign. But it controls and
1: augments everything. It's the force. Well, I like the fact that when you called it momentum, the idea is like you can, you gain momentum. And the more momentum you have, the more of a wrecking ball you can become. So the few mechanical
0: things it does is you can spend as many momentum points as you wish to add that many die sixes to the result of a roll. And that's supposed to represent a story moment. And it's that way if you fail, too. So if you spend momentum and you still fail the role, it is a epic fail. I mean, it's a big deal, a cataclysm, or something happens where, you know, your weapon might break. Or a hole might open in the floor and you your leg falls in. You know, things like that. They're big deals. But it brings role-playing back into
1: the forefront of what we're trying to do. Absolutely. Especially and especially like in the middle of a combat situation. Whereas like in fourth edition, we're just like looking at it like, alright, trying to plan this, plan this. And it would have to be like a planned story moment otherwise. But the idea of spending momentum like in the middle of a crazy thing like that means this fight just got more epic unexpectedly. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what I'm looking forward yeah. to is when you guys spend it um while we're while we're playtesting this is that you know he's like okay I want to do this ability and I want to spend two momentum. It's like dude okay tell me about it what's what's going on and you're like I want this to happen and do this and this and you spend it you still fail we're like okay here we go. <laughs> Here's what's this actually This is what happens, happens instead. Yeah, it's going to be but
1: cool. But the way you earn momentum is by being your character to the yeah. best that you can be.
0: So if you if you come up with something for your character and you have a, like a really cool story moment, so a role playing interaction between your character and an npc or even between your characters goes down well the dm can reward you with momentum right there like oh there you go plus two momentum to the both of you you said something funny you're a funny guy great and you keep gaining it all the time if you guys complete a scene which is dnd they call them encounters and they split them into skill encounters and combat encounters and i say let's get rid of the split we're gonna we're gonna design things around maintaining this. The end.
1: encounter exactly, yeah. and
0: we, we did this all the time when we were playing D and D. We had one where a lady was giving birth, and you guys had to alternate heel checks you had on to do her. The maze well, thing. That was scary. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which, which <laughs> the,
0: the adventure paths and stuff like that in Pathfinder and the uh, pre made adventures, the modules they will do that for you. But it's
1: not you you don't pick up the monster manual see that Yeah, it's not in the system it's not in the dna right well, and I, i'm partial to the idea of when you're planning out your campaign as a dm you're suddenly focusing more on what the story is going to be because you're thinking all right what's the scene here what's the point instead of just all right and at that point the door opens and the monster comes out and what does the book say the good amount of minions would be for uh, the number of players i have playing and it's like a numbers game yeah you know so
0: it's which, which i would like a general
1: guideline to be able to give people on yeah you should have the game. option to do that yeah. but the idea of like saying all right but the focus should be back on the role play because that's why you're here at the table
0: Right. So you're not gaining levels in the same way. You're gaining steps down paths and that kind of thing. But the benefit of momentum is that you can create a character from scratch that day. They are they have nowhere near the experience of the other characters in your campaign. But because you have the ability to spend momentum and earn momentum quickly, you can play on the same stage as they can.
1: Or you could make an entire character who are like, I'm just going to work on stats. Yep. He's got one path. He does one thing, but he does it real well.
0: So if you're listening to this... You should know that we we tried this before, and we created it, and we've done playtests already, and we learned a lot. We're going to discuss a couple mechanics here about uh, things I want to change. So right now, we're calling this the Amped system, because that's what our attributes spell out. I want to throw a couple others at you guys. Other potential names? Yeah, other potential names. Oh, shit. I like, All right. I like the Amped system, but it has the Mountain Dew and Dorito connotation that maybe we want to like, stay away get from.
1: Amped. Yeah,
0: you better get Amped, and I don't want to... I don't think that's appropriate for every setting we're going to throw at this thing. Okay. So, the attributes in question are acumen, which is like your intelligence, might, presence, which is like charisma plus wisdom, endurance, and dexterity. Um, so, that's amped. We have two other options, I think, that are reasonable. We have the ideas system, which is intelligence, dexterity, endurance, affluence, strength. All right. okay. okay. All right. But it also is a little frou-frou.
1: Yeah. Do you have a better idea for a name? Actually, this just makes me think of the tick. So, sorry, What's your down. big idea? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. We
0: thought we would steal a bunch of money, yeah. and then we'd be rich, and then we wouldn't have to work anymore. <laughs> well,
1: that is a good idea.
0: Well, can't argue with that. I put one in, and I got a word back that's not a word. It's dices. So, Because dice is already plural. You put yeah. an S uh-huh. on it. How about S dice? S dice? The S dice system.
1: Just the letter S, then dice.
0: Yeah, so S dash dice. What would
1: what what do the S stand of that?
0: For? The breakdown is strength, dexterity, intelligence, charisma, endurance.
1: But what would you say, like, you know, title-wise, what does the S stand for in S-dice? I know super. what it literally stands for stands, is strength. But it stands for super. Super dice system? It stands for special. special it stands dice? for... Single dice system, if you're only rolling the one D20, and then you just add the numbers onto it on top, unless you're spending momentum. Does it have to stand for something? No, but it'd just be fun. It, it helps. helps. How do you guys feel
0: about S-dice?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I like it. It'd be fun to have a. a it's got a, dice in the name. Yeah, it's about dice. I'm into it. Special dice, sexy dice. You know what? The S is up to you. Scratch. Scratch dice. Yeah,
0: RPG R-B for grass. scratch. There's the scratch Shit. dice.
1: Shit. The scratch you dice may system. Have got it. All right, all right. I like it.
0: So we did a play test. We'll probably release that to people, to patrons, as well as all of the other building notes that we that we went through for all the other episodes. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, the playtest was great. But we also did three additional playtests off-air. And from that, we got a lot of feedback, and I I had a lot of thoughts. I DM'd all of them. I'm going to run by some mechanics changes with you guys. So I want melee weapons to feel unique, each kind. Uh, And we had a mechanic in place for that, and it's fine. But the problem is, as you gain a plus to your roll, the difference between them stops mattering. So I thought, we got three different kinds of attacks. We got bashing cutting and stabbing or piercing right for those three melee attacks tell me your guys thoughts on this a good way to make them feel unique is if something happens with your die roll so i think bashing weapons if you miss you still do your strength as damage
1: if you miss the attempt to hit somebody yeah so like if i'm throwing fists it counts as bashing and i miss you why do i have to roll my strength
0: You're not rolling your strength. Well, well, I was going to say, here's the thing. I think proficiency should be something that is coveted. Like, you want to punch somebody, you're not proficient with your fists okay like you're just not you're right. not proficient you mm-hmm. have to get proficiency with them but mm-hmm. it's like a, a path or something. sure sure yeah yeah, yeah. so to, to get that property you have to be proficient with it the reason you would do your strength as damage is because you didn't do your damage but you still probably landed a blow it's much harder to physically miss with a bashing weapon because you don't have to angle the blade the right way yeah. you don't have to you know it, it's you're probably still going to run into them and, and strike them it just was wasn't say, as effective
1: what if if you miss with a bash it would be an involuntary move in the direction you're swinging which could put you in a bad <laughs> Place. What if you miss all the time? Then you're just scooting everywhere. Yeah. But <laughs> if you're, but if you're, well, but then I'd argue, if you're proficient, shouldn't you be so proficient that you wouldn't just launch yourself into the direction of, of, the, of the of the enemy? Like,
0: yeah. I well, I, I think it's, I think it's a good compromise to try. Um, sure. I don't think it'll be too overpowered because we don't give people a ton of strength. And uh, and for another cha- another reason that I'll run by you guys, I think stabbing weapons should crit on a roll of one or twenty.
1: So just two chances to crit?
0: Two chances to crit, but also it removes one of your lowest rolls. It's better than just rolling uh, a 19 to 20, because if you roll a one, you don't miss either.
1: That's not bad. Um, I think it's great because it's, yeah, I got your your liver and oops, I cut off your nose. mm Mm-hmm yeah because if you're you're talking about the piercing right like yes yeah. okay yeah. yeah no i can i can i can see that because even if you don't pierce the most vital body organs like if you just pierce someone through the shoulder that still hurts like a motherfucker and it's going to stop you from you know from doing stuff so that that i can see that making sense okay and
0: then the last one is cutting which i'm thinking of would you call chopping and i'm thinking it's almost you can call it chop them down or slicing or yeah or what well, I, I think chopping because the uh each consecutive hit adds plus one to your next roll maxing out at plus two Okay. And I think that puts it on par with the other two. Because critting is better, but if you know you have a plus two to your next
1: roll, you may do something better. It also has a secondary effect of making it more likely that you're going to fo- focus on a single target. Yeah. The only thing I'm still liffy on is for, the, for a bashing, even if you miss. Because like, what if you're just facing an enemy that's super... You're, you're fighting the flash. You're just never going to hit him. Mm-hmm. But if I'm punching him, I'm still going to land a punch on the flash, even if I miss? Um, that's a good, That's a good point. I don't know. Here's the thing. Every creature and every power is about ignoring things. You just make it part of a path or part of a creature's ability. Like, you ignore that. Mm -hmm. Done. And they have things like, uh, there's a rule in fourth edition
0: that for minions, which are uh, enemies that only have one HP, is that a missed attack never damages a minion. Yes. We could do something similar like that. I I do kind of want to test it because I'm worried it may be too strong or way too weak. Because... When we played our playtest, it was too hard to hit enemies and you guys had too good of a chance to hit as well. And it's just an upward fight to how much you can add to that number. And I think that excludes newer characters from playing with you. I would like you to feel rewarded for your experience, but not not like you're way out of the realm of, you know, somebody who just showed up. Mm -hmm. Random chance should be king, but you should be stacking the stuff in your favor as much as possible. So I'm thinking, what if your intelligence and your dexterity add to something called your dodge? And that's what you roll to hit against.
1: So your dodge is always automatically calculated based on those two
0: stats. Yeah, it's 10, okay. plus, your, 10 plus your dodge is your, is your dodge rating. Okay. And then armor just reduces damage. So like light armor could reduce it by one point. Medium could be two and heavy could be four. And then you get a heavy shield and it's extra two. So somebody who goes full citadel, which is our tank path, takes six less damage on every attack. Now they may have a low dodge rating, but if you get attacked by a swarm of rats he's taking no damage because he wouldn't. He's you know, just... He's in, he's, in, he's in full riot gear. Why would he worry about rats as much as the guy who's wearing robes? But yeah. it's not like it's not like they have a harder time hitting him.
1: Yeah. It's just... You just shake it off.
0: Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I we, think we, that's can, we can play with it. I, I, these are things I want to try because to make things more difficult for the playtest, I just kept ramping up the numbers and didn't feel like that was the right way to do it.
1: The JRPG problem. Yeah. Well, I like that it's simple enough that if you're deciding to go that route with your character, once you know what armor you're wearing... You're just like, all right. How much does he hit me for? Okay, I'm fine. Like, there's like no math involved. Like, you just you just know immediately. How would the dodge the two numbers come together? Pick the higher one, or no, no. I think it's you, them? you add. Them. You you still have to hit. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I think you add them to, together.
1: So you just add them together, and that's your dodge. Yeah. Okay. So like you, could, oh, your
0: modifier, not your stat. Right. So with yeah. the, with the array of stats that we use at character creation, the highest dodge somebody can have is 17, which I think is fine so you could potentially make a citadel character who has 17 to dodge but you're kind of missing out on some other stuff you're never gonna hit anybody (laughs) with anything i was also thinking like a way we could play around with the tanking class uh because one of liam's biggest complaints is you don't feel like you were doing enough when you were playing as one maybe maybe we can make it so that most of their utility and the way that they get enemies to target them is through immediate reactions to things like they get in the thick of shit and they will punish you for misstepping they don't they probably don't do as much damage as somebody else but you're more likely to get hit by them also and this may be the biggest change that i want to test i want to change from square grid to hex grid
1: oh you're insane heresy
0: (laughs) (laughs) and here's my reasoning hex grid every square is exactly the same distance Yes. So you travel six squares in any direction. It's always the same. It's always the same distance. If you want to judge the distance diagonally with squares, you've actually moved further across the map. But with a hex, that's not an issue. Also, making blast areas circular is much easier with with hex. Also, triangular with cones. You can, also, you can only make a triangle in four directions look like a triangle with a square grid. So I'd like to try that. I think it will also do the job of making Path of the Citadel more effective because there are only six spots to stand around the tank instead of eight.
1: What about things for, like, aerial damage where it's like you have a storm, it's an area effect surrounding the player in a six-squared cube? Like, uh, so it's, like, above you and on... We don't on make the it sense. a cube.
0: You can still make a cube with, with hex. And also, if you bisect a hex through the middle... You get straight lines all the time, and that's biggest, people's biggest complaint is that houses are easier to draw. Like in dungeons, everything's everything's on a square yeah. layout, so. I want to try it.
1: Well, it's worth trying. This is what the whole freaking yeah, show is about. I want, I want to try it. We'll try it and say, you know what? Don't work. Never mind. Throw it out. <laughs> That's the whole point. Let's Or, think or, outside or, the or box. you could even be a system where like, here's what we gain from it. It's also a pain in the ass for this reason. Right. Or like, it doesn't add enough. But you no, know, I'm totally willing to, to go hex.
0: All right. Here's here's another thing. And this is a big one. This is not a big change because we didn't have a rule for this in place. But here's something I want to introduce. Are you guys familiar with chaos magic? The idea of it? Yes. The masturbatory kind, or the other? Uh, the masturbatory kind. Okay. Which yes. is
1: in that case, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. What Max means is that how chaos magic is understood, and, and I know I'm going to butcher this. Each ritual is kind of ad hoc. You kind of create it to suit your needs so our characters the magical abilities they get in their paths is almost spontaneous they can cast from their body Uh, it doesn't require a ritual but we lose out on some cool ritual stuff that you can do in DD. but even then those are a huge pain in the ass to like what if your campaign is in the mountains and you need some fucking regent you know some some grass that's nowhere near there like you just can't do the ritual period the end um what if we do something. And this is just an idea. I want to I want to play with it. Or if you guys have something better, please like let me know. What if you come up with something you want to do? You're like, I want to mind control the king so that when this guy comes to hear from him, he sends him to the dungeon. He's like, okay, well, that's really tough. One, because the king's far away. Mm-hmm. Two, because mind controlling anybody is really fucking difficult. Three, he's acting contrary to his nature. It's mm-hmm. not like you're just doing something... Like,
1: that he'd want to do anyway. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So let's say the distance... Makes it a difficulty of 100. The fact that you're making somebody act contrary to their nature, uh, it's going to add 200. So we're at 300 now. And also, just because mind control is hard, add another 100. So we're at a difficulty of 400. You're going to have to roll 400 on a d20. That's impossible.
1: This is impossible. Huh? <laughs> right, right, right. I know what you're thinking, Doug. That's impossible. How, how could you? How could it be done? You just put an extra zero here, and bam, 400. If <laughs> you just get more dice.
0: All right. So, here's what I'm thinking. What if you're like, well, how will we do this? Let's start researching the king. What do we what do we know about him? What's this and that? Like, can we get a personal item of his? Okay, you get a personal item. And how close to him it is lowers the score by a certain amount. You're like, okay, well, this area is no good. What if we go to an area that's very magically charged? We go to that area. It's going to reduce it by another 50. And you keep adding this until it's possible to beat the check with a d20 roll. Mm-hmm. And then you get your party together. You guys perform the ritual. And when you roll the d20 all of you have to spend one momentum and if it fails it fails big but it makes it a quest instead of instead of just oh yeah i've got this scroll you know I right like this is a scroll that summons a bird that flies you
1: know i think i think that's a very great example but also very specific what about simple just like i mean the idea of the chaos magic Like, what about just a simple fireball spell like how does that work because it's just an innate thing
0: do you mean like a fireball in combat yeah just like well, a simple yeah. our fire mage has spontaneous magic okay he, he summons it from himself.
1: So, in other it, words, you're talking about... And, he's, he's
0: not asking for a favor from the universe. Right.
1: And so, you, But you're talking about more of like off-the-book magic, where you're like, I yeah. want to do something that we don't know how to do. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, I would like the idea that that magic in our system, or in this setting, was discovered like 2,000 years ago. Uh-huh. And you can now change the nature of reality. You can hack it. Life yeah, hacks. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're almost hacking reality. So, this is very, very chaos magic ideas, and you together create a ritual, and then the ritual becomes almost a quest... In itself even then it's not easy you know you might be getting attacked while you're performing it
1: sure i kind of want to add that as a separate path just like chaos hacking <laughs> (laughs) So, in theory, you say the big bad is over at Castle Grayskull. Yes. And he's going to raise up all the zombies in the world. And you got a month, you know, before everyone's dead. And for him, he's at that castle
0: because that's the best place to raise zombies based on its innate properties. So,
1: you're like, all right. And your mage is like, all right, I want to figure out a way to get inside his head and make him kill himself. He's going to fall on his own knife. All right. That would be... Insane. No, I know, I know, I know. I know. That, yeah, that's what I say. Go with it. You know. Four yeah. million. Yeah. But I have his toothbrush. <laughs> oh, I, I have, have his toothbrush. I have and his... we found the cottage where he was born. Yeah. It's a shithole yeah. of a place. And it's like, now, granted, that sounds hella fun. You know, yeah. great. That sounds amazing. I have, you know, so sure. Okay, i just going with that logic of we we collect it all. Do we run the risk of having a short campaign? I mean, I'm not like a one off, but like, does does that risk shortening it or does it suddenly become the story of the mage convincing friends to go collect stuff that's a good question um i think well because it's so difficult sure to do that you may just say you know what fuck that we can't even do that
0: yeah or you get to a point where like so here's the problem is because where it would be easier to summon a
1: meteor to destroy the the castle what i'm really really trying to get to is just like (laughs) what i'm really trying to get to is just like at what point do you say you know what that would be great if you could do that, but it's just so difficult. We should move on. But meanwhile, it's like a numbers game where it's like, okay, well, how do we increase the odds? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, at yeah, what yeah. point does the role playing say, you know what? We should just be role playing this and not like min maxing the the possibilities. Although I love the idea of like, well, I, I feel you know, like wh- hacking wh- nature. How you know? can you
0: how can you say that one's role playing and the other one isn't?
1: If you're the wizard and it's your idea that you want to do this, and you start going off and trying to figure out how to do it, and everyone else is sort of like, I don't know, is that possible? I don't really know magic, you know. So you know what I mean? It yeah. just
0: I think that you just described how characters interact. <laughs>
1: sure. No, no, sure, idea. sure. I'm just, I am mean, just—I you know. don't know. I don't know. Um, but in a magical world, why would there be a warrior who's like, I don't know anything about magic. Don't care. If it can add to your power, why? And, and That's and our it, whole and system. And at any point. You Max, shouldn't... how many people in this world right now know on a very basic level how an internal combustion engine works? But how does that help them? Does it help them in a fight? No, I just went to no, the mechanic No, but it helps today. them because they have cars. I went to the mechanic. I paid him money. How many the cops money? know He how gave to fight. me my car. Yeah, how many people know how to fight yeah, in general? No, yeah, you know, in a. But like, I'm you you're like in a world of magic. Why wouldn't everyone know magic? No, well, well, if it like, can help you. In I a world would a where warrior. people know that what you eat and drink is either good or bad for you, why do people still do bad yeah. things? Yeah. <laughs> a well, here, well, here's a, yeah. yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. So you've just answered your question. But I'm saying Conan the Barbarian. Yes. If he could learn to shoot a fireball, why the fuck would he not? Well, Probably because, because it's he spent he's,
0: he went down all the steps of the path of the champion. Yeah, but instead. our world is
1: open. I'm saying You're just like, "Dude, you became a master chef. All right, well, how about you learn to play the guitar?" Yeah, why aren't why you why a you like nuclear that? physicist? <laughs> dude, you get it's way more you. Pu- dude, you get way more pussy if you were just a rock star. Why but don't you do that instead? In yeah, our system you're not locked into the one thing, right? There's right. no one who's like, "Well, I don't care about magic. I don't want to help." If it can help you, I feel like learning more would. Well, but how yeah. much do you know about finance that can actively help you right now? I know a lot, and you're just and not choosing international. To do it. right. Yeah, it's it's. But I'm it's, not a. You know, I'm the perfect human being. You know what, what I'm saying, yeah. survival. There's a difference between you can eventually. Well, the the, the, the guy in our system. world needs to survive fights okay. all the time. Yes. No, I don't need to. Survive. I sit on my couch all day. I'm I don't. Dead. I don't agree that the guy
0: in our world needs to. Uh, survive fights all the time. Well, I'm saying specifically a warrior. If you just play, it, wh- but
1: you your role, you decide to role play some dumb hick who's never seen magic before because he grew up on a dirt farm. Yeah, but and I'm saying, but you're saying, or, or or a guy who walks up to a wizard and then puts a pointy thing in him. He's like, oh, he's dead now. Oh, I won that fight. I'm so good at, at pointy stick and I, would that I don't need it, yeah. to be good at magic. But there'd I was be, kind of playing good. off what Doug was saying. Well, I'd imagine there'd be good things where,
0: like, the wizard could be like, I set him on fire. Haha. Ha. Let's see you do that. And the archer just puts an arrow through his eye. He's like, Is he any more dead than that guy? Is it, yeah. It, what's the difference? Are you immune to arrows? I don't think so. <laughs> like, you wasted your time learning all this magical bullshit.
1: Yeah, let's see you do that once it's raining. Yes. <laughs> was, it's like, ah, I can kill that man from way over here with a fireball. Yeah, I can kill him with an arrow in any weather. <laughs> you know,
0: like, I can do it, man. Well, unless it's really windy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then I guess the fireball the same. Or dark. Or dark, yeah. <laughs> you could You can shoot the ground near him and see him and then shoot him. It's just like you just do it and you, as soon as you hear hey, what the hell was that noise? There he is. <laughs> I, like, oh, I, don't, I don't have to ask the universe for a favor to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to play into that question, I, I want to do some basic world building. Do we, I can't remember, do we have wind magic? Not yet. Because I think it would be funny to have an archer and the guy, the mage in the back is just using you in just to fuck the archer. <laughs> no, no. Super launching his arrows. Just like, yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, if He throws it off target. <laughs> it's like, how difficult would that be? Or just
0: incoming or arrows. Just. So our setting is, is uh, high fantasy, and we wanted to veer off a of Tolkien, but we still included dwarves and orcs. And I say, fuck that. Let's make them different. Who are the dwarves? The gelts. No, they're not dwarves. I think... They're what not if, even short. So they live underground... They uh-huh. are short. I changed that. You changed that? Now they live in an iceberg. Oh, yeah. You dope. drew a picture of an iceberg that <laughs> they live in. Well, what, what, if, what if they're a different burrowing mammal other than burrowing humans?
1: Like a mole? Like a mole? Or a rabbit? Or a prairie dog? The only problem is moles, super weak outside of the ground. Yeah, but what if these guys weren't? I mean, humans are super the weak everywhere. Are we? Yeah yeah we
0: we're terrible i watched this video about barefoot running and this guy's like usain bolt is amazing and he's a terrible runner in terms of speed compared to everything else in nature he would lose to a squirrel
1: our kneecap you go 12 miles in any direction including up or down and we're just not going to live there (laughs) like we really only thrive in very specific conditions but okay so what about something based on
0: moles something based on rabbits what about badgers badgers live in the ground and they're badass all right so mustelids is that how you said mustelid hold on uh, furry
1: mammals i've only ever read that word me too let's look Not up to uh mustelid like bears almost like a bear man bear pig is that what we're talking about no we're talking about a badger mole but mole bear mole bear man who do you think would win a bear sized badger i think a bear size Only got the fucking
2: mustelid
0: mustelid okay i like badgers so how about just mustelids in general we get wolverines we get badgers we get skunks tasmanian devils tasmanian devils is that true are they marsupials or mustelids i don't know if they're marsupials hold on let's look this
1: up let's they're from tasmania let's, let's put this in the fucking bud right now <laughs> um, well, i answer this question once and for all what if they're possums no, no. they're not possums. no do tasmanian devils like the real the real ones are terrifying yeah yeah
0: carnivorous marsupial oh. what are they going,
1: uh, the weird thing is they don't actually spin
0: Oh, I was thinking wombats, too. Wombats would have been a good one. Oh, yeah, but those are cute. Yeah, but they could be cute. Well, anyway, skunks are cute. Let's, <laughs> so let's do, let's do mustelids. And, um, would skunks be like the mages? Cause, uh, no, they're the airbenders. No. Okay, so, so, so our gelts are mustelids. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, we're happy. Orcs. We, we already said they were more like gorillas. I kind of want to veer away from ape now, because mm-hmm. uh, here's my thinking, world building. Mm-hmm. What if this planet is Earth?
1: okay okay
0: and it is two million years from now all right and the people who had technology left they they are the gods Mm -hmm. like they all the losers mm -hmm. left behind what if all the races that are around here are the result of of some waste that was left behind that is just like evolutionary power whatever Mm -hmm. sure cool does that work yeah Yeah. whatever okay like an ooze our races are fish mustelid crocodilian bat crocodilian bat and uh humans and we had gorillas but gorillas Ooh. and he, they're both apes so it's
1: like yeah, yeah. and, and, what about and i like
0: i, I like gorillas because they would be the they would be other than chimps would be the first people that we tried to uh rise up We tr- we tried to experiment on well
1: but, we communicate with gorillas with sign language and shit so yeah you
0: know. i mean if you want if if all you want to know is whether or not apple nipple hungry then <laughs>
1: nipple just, saying, you know, just saying you know just saying you know it's like we, we we tried that's you know
0: r.i.p coco yeah r.i.p yeah,
1: and amy from congo i'm just assuming <laughs> been a while yeah i forgot about she had a giant arm that would talk yeah. uh okay <laughs> so so we it's, we it's been a while <laughs> i'm just assuming for the fucking non-existing i'm oh, sorry we, oh she's dead oh yeah. she's dead okay sorry go ahead go <laughs> go confirmed it she died in 2002 from a drug overdose oh i was there at that party
0: actually listen if Crichton's dead she's dead that's the rule what are some land creatures that could be orcish? That,
1: that are, could be organized. Baboons, I'll say
0: again. That's just mm, more That's no. more
1: the splinter of the apes. Yeah, but they're not I not mean, apes. they're not apes, but they're like splintered off. It's I just, do
0: like baboons, though. They're monkeys. Well, gnolls are hyenas. Those are pretty rad- bad. Yes. Yeah. 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 What about wild African dogs? Oh, yeah. They're very smart. They're very mm, crazy, mm, too. Mm, mm. It'd be funny if man's best friend became like
1: a <laughs> assholes. Just, just straight up wolves would not even work. Wolves isn't bad. Pack, pack. Based. We talked about bears before. Yeah, yeah. They, I feel like bears are very solitary. Yeah, though. but so but this isn't. A... So were our orcs before
0: yeah. they learned to organize. It's true. Yeah.
1: Bears, just just all the, all super, the, all the, super super mutant bears in the future that just say we're stronger together. You, you're fucking scared. i was gonna say that <laughs> bears united that's is, a, is that's terrifying. a real fear I have of now. Is <laughs> bears just started organizing? A planet, like, of, planet of the Bears instead of Planet of the Apes. There's so many stories of people just like shooting bears a bunch, and the bears are like, look, bears are don't too, care. Right, <laughs> bears yeah. are both too big and too scary. So are moose. Let's take them off. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. I will the, have no fucking the only nightmare. thing scarier than running into a bear in the woods. It's running into two bears in the woods. Yeah, and <laughs> you are not wrong. <laughs> what about uh? For me, it's running into a baby bear because then you know you're fucked. Oh, you're fucked. Because yeah, you yeah, the so baby dumb. bear is gonna fuck you. No. 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 The mom no. Is there. Mom is there. I know. She's yeah. gonna kill you. But the thing about bears, let's say you have this race of advanced bears, right? <laughs> <laughs> they come in. <laughs> let's just I love say. This let's just say. say. No, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. They're pillaging, doing all that, right? You just gotta wait till winter when they hibernate. That's true. It yeah. kind of ruins them as a dance, yeah. Yeah. well. They could, as have, a they could have evolved, evolved out past that <laughs> be, with, well, I mean, with agriculture and clothing. I mean, humans didn't hibernate, but we evolved out of the cold being our weakness. Yeah, yeah. about not doing stuff in winter. What are some other? Uh, I just think it would be funny if you couldn't play that character. In- and <laughs> 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 you had to <laughs> go. Goes, just like yeah. hamsters, no hamster role playing Hamster oh, hibernation okay. meditation. All right, we need scary scary land animal animal it doesn't even have to start off as scary no yeah it can get there there. what's interesting that's more canid yeah i I don't mind
0: wolves i think that's Mm -hmm. a good
1: one but except for it's a little too furry this is a little too it's just it makes On it too nose, easy with yeah. you got you got humans and you got talking dogs, and you got you know what I mean it's just yeah, a little, i mean
0: like lightning dogs already covering that, so we
1: don't need there's no and the, well there's no humans in that. Right. so it's like you know <laughs> the if you, masters yeah if you, I'm just trying to get like what well, but like something that's un, a little unexpected because I mean crocodilians that's unexpected, yeah, now you got mole people and the badgers what that's unexpected lions. Uh, uh, cat people, maybe you know, like run. feline people. That's, it. Like Again, that's way. more than furry. It's a little too familiar. Yeah, like what's strange, you know, like what's uh, fucking penguin? That's why I say bears are <laughs> penguins. <laughs> bears
0: just scare me. I like. I think here's the problem: if bears just stood upright and started a society and decided to wage war, it's terrifying. We, no, we would just lose. Like humans yeah. don't stand a chance, which is the opposite of what we want we want uh, like,
1: to stand a, a chance okay, yeah, you we want it, okay. good. no yeah. we, we, we want we want a, a good rising power of like it
0: like, makes sense gorillas are stronger commander. gorillas are stronger yeah. than we are yeah but we have a couple of advantages where we could beat them we, if we ran far enough they can't keep up Shoot. we could run them to death we could use a spear or whatever
1: uh-huh. you could you could kill a gorilla ah uh, shit i feel like we're on the verge of like bison come on we need to get our zoology caps
0: on rhinos
1: oh i do
0: like the african wild dogs Bebop and Rats mm-hmm. better than better than wolves yeah. even
1: i do like i do like those better than than dogs the bison bovine thing what about something with horns like a like a I that, like a, marco, a cow. Polo,
0: marco polo ram or something
1: like a yak goat goat is actually kind of fun what about something I that like came goat. out of the ocean First Goats, satanic. where do they yeah. live there's a bunch of Baphomets running around. That's like... fucking sweet. <laughs> what happened to dolphins? <laughs> that's not a land animal. They were at one point. Yeah, they went into the ocean. Why can't they come back out? Mm, the Simpsons. We did it. yeah. Because
0: mm. we won't let them, that's why.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> get right. the fuck back in there. <laughs> Humans are the best. Yeah, I think we are the worst, us, uh, depending on how you We're you're trying
0: looking. to build something close to them.
1: Nothing matters. Tough in a nihilist point of view human you already see you already got a hippos, reptilian hippos is too you know. No, and they're already done in and i'm, and I'm also i'm also Fantasia. i want to shy i almost want to shy away from like herbivores even more like omnivores um, omnivore like, like a omnivore bear predator yeah bear would be good what was the list of omnivores
0: orcs is already like pigs like yeah. in, in a lot of fiction Ooh,
1: yeah i'm actually i'm okay with pigs Pigs would be fun. I'm, so, I'm, really, I'm really into pigs. pigs are, actually, pigs are like as smart as dogs. And if, if pigs, I'm really kind of into pigs. And pigs got them tusks. And um, if and I'm, if I'm and if it. pigs got as intelligent and organized it's like warthogs, wild boars. Yeah, if they have kind of thing. Of thing. Pigs boars? would have an axe yeah. to yeah. grind. Avelina <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Pigs.
1: It's is something like boar. Yeah, wild I like wild boar. Wild boar.
0: All right, let's come up with a name for him. So we need to name... The gelt is fine. That's covered. Yeah. So what do we call these uh, these boar people? Did they name themselves?
1: I think that's a that's I think, I important I think they all
0: juncture. name themselves. They
1: all name themselves. All right. Then. That's because you could just like... The <laughs> invader. <laughs> just oink. <laughs> the oinkers. Something with bristle? Tusk? Oink clan. Oh, like fucking... They're um, from the family Suday. Uh, rescuers down under, you call her Razorback. Yeah. Something that's like... Here's
0: some nonsense sounds.
1: Yagno yeah no yeah no good no yeah no nonsense word is a good starting point though like or bugan it's not bad i even
0: want to change human next and change that to something else uh,
1: now i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs>
0: no i mean the humans stay human but we call them something else there's a word f-u-g fug they are the fug
1: i mean i like that that's I, like i like the fug. i like it but <laughs> it's too I'm easy fug. i'm playing a fug I'm going <laughs> to Fug you up. <laughs> I kind of like that, though. I, I'm, I I'm good with FUG. We can be stupid fantasy and throw a couple of apostrophes in there? No. Well, after the like F. Like an <laughs>
0: <laughs> FUG. Yeah. Instead of FUG, what is. Guff. What is... We're the guff.
1: <laughs> We're the guff. Yeah. It sounds like gruff. Don't yeah. give me How about no guff. F.
0: You, want, you yeah. want guff? Two Fs, though. Mm, that's a little. Triple Fs, stuff. then. How about with a silent T at the front? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Guffed. T- no. No, at the front. At the front. No, I like it at the end. Guff. <laughs> but that's almost T-G-I-F, T-G-U-F. Yeah. yeah. All right, Guff.
0: We T- could change it any time. Doesn't don't matter.
1: Don't give me no Guff, okay? Yeah. I don't want to hear yeah. no <laughs> Guff about
0: it. Tough like the Guff. All right, our orcs our orcs are now called the Guff. And they're boar people. And they're boar people. All right, I like that. Change nothing else about them. and uh, That's good, because they
1: can live pretty much anywhere.
0: Yeah. What about humans? Let's just have a new name for them, because yeah. we want to be able to treat them dispassionately like a uh, species okay so the book i'm writing I, we call him the Lokinen. i think that's a little too long what do we call him like uh in willow they call him daikini yeah.
1: it's a daikini baby it should be it should be something unassuming yeah like the dun yeah d-u-n d-u-n all right the dun we're done with that yeah, we're done <laughs> <laughs> well shouldn't they have i'm done like <laughs> like, like like two n's d-u-n-n
0: no because well, we're going we're, we're... We got guff Which yeah. is two f's And I'm oh, already yeah. Not a fan of that
1: <laughs> We could get rid of the f You could get rid of the f
0: I'm getting rid of that f right now How about g-u-p-h Yeah fine
1: I don't know man I'm just no, throwing no, shit
0: out no, there No because it looks like, like When it's written It looks like goof Or golf Yeah, yeah. nah Alright guff Guff and done Okay so t A part of V-D-U-N? Yeah It's okay. done uh, How about done Actually why don't We call them the
1: Toldun T-o-l-d-u-n I love it Toldun Toldun yeah told him told him sounds great better than done all right it's just tall in front of done
0: i got okay i got i think i got two more rule changes or at least rule ideas i want to throw at you guys instead of having a bunch of skills like we had it it, it which is kind of the D &D model and we try to simplify them and round them down how about fuck all that you give somebody one profession to start with and every role they make related to that profession they get plus five too so you say i'm a doctor and uh and i want to do a heel check like fine you get plus five okay and then we also have our talents or our specialties um i think you don't get one for every stat you get three period humans can pick their three hmm. uh
1: they're done
0: yeah sorry the Tolden. the told the, the, to- toldin. the, toldin the to- can yeah. pick whatever three they want every other race gets two talents and they pick the third okay that so what? the Tolden
1: yeah. are picking three, like, they, they, a la carte, just straight up? Yeah, a la carte.
0: No more than one per attribute. So they'll get to re-roll the die on anything they're talented
1: in. But, but they benefit to picking a, a different race, is that you know you're guaranteed to get these two, and then you just pick whatever the third one is? Yeah. Gotcha. And you there. get other bonuses, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? hmm Yeah.
0: I think it's worth trying, because the profession thing, I'm stealing a little bit from Starfinder. They have that. Kind of, they, they have, like, a subspecialization that you get things for, and, like, my character is a an outlaw so i get plus five to any checks related to crime and that's cool but what if it's just across the board like my oh i'm playing a character and he's a hedge wizard that's his job he's employed or like a witch doctor or something like that so i get plus five to my magic rolls and it's my talent so i double roll
1: but and but also like all right you're a hedge wizard so i'm guessing you also know how to like write books and or be a general yeah, yeah, yeah. scribe well, and well
0: i would say not you have to be specific so like you say like oh can you forge this guy's signature no no like i can't I can't yeah. do that can you write something can you write a good letter to somebody to do that I really don't know how to do that either like i, I can I take notes <laughs> yeah know? like i yeah I, I can I can take dictation as far as that kind of thing More like of the, a medicine the, yeah thing. the dm's got to be like okay yeah that fits in your profession Go ahead. I had
1: like to think okay and what would your job i punch people <laughs> <laughs> for money sometimes a well, soldier, soldier I was, I was, a, or job. I was yeah.
0: a pugilist yeah. pit fighter a soldier would not get a plus to intimidation but a pit fighter would yeah what is, a, a um, soldier
1: a soldier might be like oh you know basic first aid yeah, uh, that was actually about to bring up first aid, though. Like, if you're like a Tiktani doctor, do you know anything about healing anybody?
0: Good question.
1: We don't like, can you maybe you can be more specific? I, I'm a bug. But maybe yeah. you know,
0: with the Tiktani, their they're soloist or whatever we're going to call the mm-hmm. people who leave the hive. Maybe they are employed outside of the hive or outside of the chorus as a doctor. Mm-hmm. And a doctor in this fantasy world would have to have kind of a generalized knowledge mm-hmm. because, you know, I mean, how do veterinarians work? Right? Yeah. They they work on all kinds of animals.
1: Sure, but like, are the if you're a Tolden and you're living in a Tolden city and you're just a Tolden doctor, uh, are the other races so common that you find yourself working with them on a you know regular That's
0: basis? A great, That's a great question. I think it's up to your DM, right? Because you're like, oh, I was a doctor. He's like, yeah, but you only worked in a city with a bunch of humans.
1: Sure, like Tolden.
0: Yeah, well, Tolden. But well, I was trained, you know, at this place, and I just went to. Yeah, you know, so
1: you can and you, the and the and we all know the the anatomy of a Tolden is very similar to the Guff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very like
0: a, much. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I, a, I actually got my degree on Guff cadavers, and uh, <laughs> the,
0: I'm a the, horse flesh, the flesh of a Guff is the closest thing to the flesh of a Tolden. <laughs> Stab here, that's a kill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: okay. So, or even if job. there's just cannibal races, like no, they taste the same. They taste exactly the oh, same. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> I feel like the gelt would live everywhere. Anywhere there's money to make I mean they aid. could there would be dude guilt thieves like burrowing into your fucking banks. Fuck oh, them. Oh my god. And Tiktani. Yeah. And Tiktani. So, dude a, t- the- a Tectony and, and Tectony gelt. are by the way, Tiktani of a thieves bug. also so, hold, on, hold on. The
0: Tiktani are the bug races yeah. of our everything and they're a collective. Every race is paired against someone too, right? For location.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My idea. Yeah. I like that the search engine though. You yeah. Just- Chikhtani and capture a bug and guilt and torture it till it does. Working together lying. on a heist to just steal the bank out but, from under the sea. You got all these sapient races.
0: <laughs> Something that bothered me is that every language in D and D is racial specific. Yes. I, I, yeah. It should be re- cultural. Regional. Yeah. You know, where there there could be people linked, you know, through yeah, like, So uh, let's uh, let's make it more like that. Like like the different languages one of my biggest complaints with D and D is the loot system. The fact that it turns everybody into kind of a pack rat, yeah, and or a murder hobo, they you know they call them where you're just looking through people's gear all the time. Or you're
1: just, hey, cool hat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to explain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So a way to solve that is to make it so that you can't really carry very much. Mm-hmm. Maybe inventory is based on a slot system. So mm-hmm. like you have an endurance of three you get two slots in your backpack plus your endurance and we can talk about what qualifies to go in there like a medical kit could take up one slot. If you do I, mean,
1: that's, I think that sounds fair but that's, that can get complicated very fast. Sure,
0: sure. Well the, the thing is if you make the kind of things that people can actually carry on them less desirable yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's it becomes that big of an issue but I want to try it. And if you're role playing you know a game where you're not the going outdoors adventure type guy you don't have to move fast you can have you have a house you have a locker you gotta you know you gotta
0: yeah. you well, can store oh, stuff.
1: Th- that's one of the biggest
0: things I want to talk about like you wouldn't carry all your fucking money on you all the time no that'd no. be insane yeah. you'd go to a bank if you're going on an expedition you bring a caravan yes yeah you hire people and you do all this like you go into a new area and you're like oh we don't know anybody but we know we got to get here you hire a local guide and they're going to show you how to get there if you don't you get the
1: language you get camels yeah you so, would do it that way
0: so maybe we can kind of think about it that way And then, like, even if in combat, like, you got to drop your fucking pack, dude. Like, otherwise you're going to, your dodge rating disappears. So there's no rummaging around in the middle of, like... No, no. You got to keep that shit on you if you're ready to fight. Like,
1: you got to yeah. move. And maybe there's an exception for magical casters or someone who uses, like, they have a, but they would have, like, a combat pack. Yeah. But you put, they'd have, like, a sling. You put 70 pounds in that thing. No, they wouldn't, you know, it'd be, like, it'd be, it'd be four potions in like, <laughs> yeah, a gun. Exactly. Like a crossbow.
0: So I feel like maybe that's a fun thing to play with. Maybe there's a certain amount of gold that takes up a full slot. Yeah and then look man you got to dump that shit because people are going to take it from you we gotta figure out the money system too yeah we yeah. haven't done that i think we, we can we can hold on that because we don't even know what things should cost or how to yeah. buy them i feel like we covered a lot of ground today yeah. and introduced the podcast so guys if you are interested in playing this game we are going to be doing a bunch of stuff we started a wiki it's rpgfs so rpg from scratch but rpgfs.wikia.com you can go there and you can see all the rules as we upload them and change them also we have a patreon And if you donate $1, you get everything. You get all the stuff from the cutting room floor. Anything we find funny, as soon as we release it, you get it. If you set your reward tier to $10, there's just only a certain number of people who can claim this reward a month, but you get to design an NPC, including what famous actor or what fictional character they sound like. And then whoever's DMing will find a way to work them in and perform them to the best of their ability, which may be hilariously awful. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bad at Voices. We've got a ton of other uh, of other rewards on there. Please check it out. It's patreon.com slash RPGFS. We're going to be making PDFs. We're going to be sending them out to patrons. Join us. Play the game with us. Let, let us know what you think. No matter if you donate at all, you can still hop on the Patreon. All of our episodes are going to be posted there as well, and you can comment on them and let us know what you think about the system. That's the easiest way for us to see what you guys think. So our next episode is going to be us meeting with the players. Doug's going to sit this one out. Uh, We're going to bring in two guys, uh, one of our friends who you haven't met, and one of them that's on Ghostbusters pool. And we're going to get together and workshop a campaign idea along with their characters, where they start, what they're going to do. This is typically how we start tabletop RPG, so that everybody knows each other and is interconnected. They're characters, I mean. We all obviously know each other.
1: Can you ever really know me, Josh?
0: Only biblically. <laughs> if you're into live play podcasts and that kind of thing, please tune in. We're going to have a fucking blast.
1: It's a good time. Yeah. With so few rules, how could it not be funny? All right, guys. <laughs> That's terrifying. Let <Louis>, me... <laughs> How do, we, how do we sign There's off? the sound of the, 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 the guff coming over the hill. Like, <laughs> we also, we need to sign off, guys. We don't have one. Deep from do? the RPG bunker. Good night, oh, we, and go fuck yourself. Good night, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> and to any of our
0: non-Patreon listeners, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, can. <laughs> you can also reach us on Twitter. We are at homebrew hombres i know that's hard to spell Uh, make sure it's plural because the other guy is just a guy who makes his own beer um (laughs) which we you know if it's any good we'd like to try it too we also have a facebook page at facebook.com slash rpgfs
1: if you're your mom find us on facebook if you are your mom all right goodbye